Welcome to LOA Today. Walt Thiessen and Life Coach Joel Elston here. Today is Thursday, September the 6th, 2018, 8 a.m. Eastern Time, your first daily dose of happy for the day. And uh, I always love it when I get to invite Joel back because uh, he was like the uh, the first big time uh, co-host that I had on the show. And, and uh, it, it's been so many years that we've been doing this now, I almost forget about that at times. But I really don't, Joel. I actually... Most of the time that I'm doing a show during the week, I always think, you know, how would Joel and I have done it when we first were doing it? That's what I think about as, as like, okay, here's the next topic we're going to talk about. What would Joel have told me about it? So your, your influence on me is pretty big. It really is. Well, I appreciate that. And, and it's, it's the same with you. We, we, uh, when we started doing this, it was such a, uh, you know, we didn't eat, clearly didn't know what we were doing. I mean, we, we, we tried and oh, we yeah. found it successful. And for a while... Uh, and, and a lot to this day, though, we have, we have many listeners now, and we, it's, it's a much different scenario. But for a while, I think we were mainly doing it for us individually and what we got out of it. Pretty much. It, it was me and you, pretty much. I mean, there'd be that occasional listener. But, uh, uh, and and that, that, that's, it was such a great beginning when we did that. So uh, uh, I'm glad it happened. It was part of our growth, and we continue to grow, and I, I, I look forward to it every week. I do, too. And uh... – one of the reasons that I enjoy it so much is because we we each of us bring such different perspectives. I mean, I my perspective isn't even close to the one that you've had with your life experience. And I I, I mean, I I sometimes sit here with like my mouth hanging open, like, oh my god, there's another thing he went through that I can't possibly imagine. But the but those perspectives really they they empower the conversation in a big way. And I think that's why I look forward to it so much every week. Well, and that, and I think that you know we we often in some form or fashion we our topic is is involving perspective and and within the law of attraction uh, that's what we're trying to access and and I, I I really feel that that we have a choice of of on any given situation no matter how dire or how desperate or whatever we're perceiving it at the time it, it, we have a choice to feel however we want to feel within it and that's a really that perspective is, is missed with a lot of people, especially uh, with sort of a tendency, uh, and we talk about this too in therapy, to often go into what I consider a, um, uh, for lack of a better term, a victim mentality or trauma-based mentality. Uh, so uh, the idea that, that you're in charge of your traumas, so to speak, you're in charge of your perspective, uh, the traumas will happen. And your response to them is it, it, it's a message that works so well in my life and it's changed everything in every aspect of my life. Uh, but it's also met with a, a lot of, uh, uh, from a lot of people, a lot of resistance. So there, there's people who, who live in their trauma. They do not want a different perspective. Their trauma in some way comforts them. And, uh, and, and that, that victim mentality is what defeats a lot of people. So our message of, of hope and, and, you know, life is going to happen. It's a package of events that happen. And every day you become stronger if you allow it to strengthen you. And you get to a point where you realize you can just handle whatever comes along and flip that perspective almost instantly. It's like the ultimate key to a great life. It really is. In fact, uh, I've, I've been playing around in my head today with uh, my own little uh, self-made quotation, if you will, about perspective. Although I framed it in terms of happiness, but it amounts to the same thing. Uh, basically the idea that uh, my one job, my real job in life is to feel happy because when I do, everything else I'm looking for starts to show up. And when I when I start from that premise, 
a, a few things happen. One thing that happens is my own perspective changes. It's no longer you know, the depressed perspective because now I'm focusing on, okay, my job is to feel good. My job is to feel happier than I felt a minute ago. And next minute, I'm going to feel even happier than I do now. I'm working on different ways to do that right now. That's my job. That's my job throughout the day. And the more that I remember to do that, the better my day ends up becoming. But the other thing that happens, though, is that when I am in that happier place, I'm, I'm doing my job, so to speak, right? I'm, I'm doing the one thing that is more important for me to do than anything else. That's when I start to see everyone else's perspective. A lot more than I do when I'm not in that place. Something about being in that happy place makes it easier to see everybody else's perspective. I mean, do you experience that? You're a therapist. You're dealing with people all the time. Is that, is, is that similar to what you run into? Absolutely. And that, that's sort of the basis of everything we're talking about right there. It, 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 it wraps it up into a nice package. And it, uh, it, it and what we're saying sometimes, Walt, is so much harder than it sounds. Uh, uh, you know, our audience often will give us feedback or, or I will get feedback in my individual practice about, well, that sounds great. And I know you're right. Then the comma, but, but. <laughs> and then the filling in the blanks. Right. You know, but here's why that doesn't apply to me. Uh, when in reality it does, but it's such a, uh, a the the challenge every day when we wake up is you're and whether it's happiness and, and choosing happiness is a form of choosing your perspective, obviously, um, and and whatever your you know your your baseline is, happiness and gratitude tend to be the two uh, baselines of uh, where most people find the ability to operate with the law of attraction most effectively. So choosing that perspective of happiness or, or gratitude, uh, it, it is what it, it's the launching point for everything you desire. It's what you're after. It's what, it, you know, a negative perspective is something that is a, it is, is a choice and unhinging that message from people's lives is, is, I can't help it. This all happened to me. And it, it is the opposite of what we're saying. It is all this happened and you can help how you feel about it. You're not responsible for what happened to you, but you're completely responsible in, in, in dealing with what happened to you, fixing the results of what happened to you. If you do it correctly or do it at all, you're strengthened by the event. You're not defeated by the event. And that's, that's the power of the law of attraction is a strengthening no matter what comes along, it will strengthen me, strengthen me, strengthen me. And it's such a, a, you know, taking a deep breath and moving forward and saying, I will survive this. I will be able to, to move on. And it doesn't mean that there's not trouble or struggle with attached to it, but I'm strong enough or will, or develop the tools to be strong enough to, to deal with this. And that's all that's at our disposal. And learning to tap into that is what this show's about. You do it with your other co-hosts and, and we, we the, the beautiful thing about LOA today is you have multiple co-hosts with multiple perspectives of their own. Not everybody agrees with my view, and I don't agree with everyone else's view. We all agree on the overall process, uh, but how we get there is, is again, there's more. There's multiple ways to access this. It has to match what you personally believe. But at the end of the day, the law of attraction responds to the emotion you're feeling and what you're putting out into the field, so to speak. And when that field, that, that, that the, the law of attraction field is what you're attracting, you attract back to you what you put out. I think we all agree on that point completely. And yet, how often, I, well, I'll speak for myself, how often do I know going into my day that I need to be in a 
positive, happy, the happiest mind space I can get into, and that that's my main job. And yet, within a very short time of, of starting you know, the work part of the day, all of a sudden, all that goes out the window, and now my work job is, well, I just have to get this work done. I have a whole list of things I have to get right. done. And we slip right. into that so easily because that's, that's what seems more real at that time. It's, it's hard well, to remember it is, sometimes. It is what's real. It, it is what's real. Uh, but when you understand the answer lies, not in what's real, but that's clearly what's real. You, got, you still have to get your work done. Uh, that's true. But your perspective toward the work is what's going to make the difference. Uh, it, it, it's, you know, but one of my, one of my life hacks a long time ago was I'm, I'm really good at what I do with uh, my, my life coaching and, and uh, my public speaking and the stuff that I do in those areas. I'm really good with that. However, where I really have always historically struggled is the paperwork side, the bookkeeping side, the detail part, which really attacks my, my ADHD brain. <laughs> um, so my tendency was to dread that. My tendency was to look at that in a, a very negative perspective uh, and, and procrastinate. And then that became a bigger problem. When I understood that, look, that to for me to function, I have to do the paperwork. I have to get the billing done. And with billing comes a minimal amount of paperwork, but it still has to be done. So I had to change my perspective of the work. It's still as tedious as it ever was, but I'm excited. I've now attached the overall concept. It's just a piece of my day. So when you're facing stuff in your day and it, it either, and most of the time it's, it's what seems out of our control that frustrates us, that, that, that hit out of left field, mm. you know, that, that, uh, wow, I didn't expect that or this. And so it, it, it's not really that we don't believe we can't deal with it. It's just we, with the, the realization that that event is out of our control and that's what attacks us the most. And we get into an awfulizing state of mind where, well, since that's out of my control, the obvious answer is going to, it's going to affect me in a negative way versus, well, that is out of my control, but I can't approach this from what, what is within my control. And the end of the day perspective is mine and mine alone to control. So I can look at the work day and say, yes, I have to get, a, I have to get this work done is, a, is the original thought. But I'm, I'm blessed to be in a position to be able to get this work done. I'm capable, I'm able to do it, and I'm going to get through it right now. And when you do that, you then own it and you have taken action. And it's a lot different than having to get the work done is when you know I have the ability to get it done. I want to put my nose to the grindstone if that's the view I need to do. And I want to get it done and I'm going to knock it out. And almost inevitably for me was I, I get it done so much quicker than I thought. And instead of anticipating, you know, this morning is a great example. We started our show a little late today. Um, my son, Justin started middle school and he, there, there's no way to get him to middle school uh, and start the show at eight o'clock uh, because I'm in the car and, and, and that's, I have to be, you know, at my desk to do that. So I told Walt, uh, I said, we're going to start the show 15 minutes late. Well, I, I, this morning I got up and, and the traffic situation they, it, near our school, they, they've just opened a new road. It's, they're working it out. Uh, I have confidence that it will work out. But it, the difference in me timing school was I can be there in two minutes or it takes me 15 minutes. There's just no way to predict it. All traffic based. And this morning I got in my car. I caught the light just perfectly. I turned right. I drove right up to school, let Justin out turned around and was back with it at 8.05. I, we could have started at 8.05. Crazy. And again, 
my perspective of it in the beginning was a negative and anticipated the worst. Well, today it worked out absolutely perfectly. And I, I, I acknowledge that. And, it, and that. and I also acknowledge every day it won't work out exactly perfectly. And I, it, it doesn't matter. I'm in control of all of those things that operate in my brain that, that somehow suggest that, that I don't have control. I don't have control of events, but my perspective is all that matters in this equation. Uh, we, we hear often of, uh, of people who I'm working with a, a lady right now from another, uh, another part of the country and she has a gambling problem and, and she has a horrible financial mess that she couldn't deal with. And, and it, 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 I've watched her over the last couple of months when she went from helpless victim of this and her family is not going to bail her out. And I've watched her slowly start realizing I'm in charge of this. I'm going to start knocking it out. She started doing the, the steps necessary to turn around. And last night she said, you know, maybe I need to consider getting a, a, a better paying job. And I'm like, well, I think if you need money, that that's a very logical choice. Mm-hmm. And we started talking about opportunities and she, and she started with, uh, well, oh, and everything I would suggest uh, that would get her a, a you know, that I think is a good idea for her. She told me why that wouldn't work. <laughs> and about halfway through before I could point it out to her, and she said, wait a minute, wait a minute. Everything you're saying, I'm automatically saying no to and just dismissing. Oh, good and for her. Said, that, yeah. She said, that's what I did in the beginning. We started talking. She said, now I'm, I'm really, I'm really getting what you're talking about. She said, I want to go back and tell me everything you said. I'm going to write it down. And before I say no, I'm going to think about it and look at the opportunity. And I said, I, I guarantee you, you'll do that. And what if, what if you get the job of your dreams? Because she's in a very unfulfilling job right now. I said, what if you get the job of your dreams and, and you make a lot of money and you get this stuff paid back much quicker than you thought? And then you start living this way. What if you view this event that you're, you're viewing as the most traumatic event you've ever been through as the point, the big turning point in your life? And she says, "Well, I'm a long way from that." I said, "Well, not as far as you think." <laughs> and 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 it, it it's such a great thing to see where that that you know where where that turn starts to happen. And last night she had a big turn when she realized I'm automatically dismissing everything because of of this this overwhelming fear of everything. But what if I were to get uh, a situation where not only I get the stuff paid back quicker, get back on my feet quicker? But beyond that, what if this leads me to that chapter in my life that I never, I never haven't felt fulfilled in years? And I said, that's what we're doing here. Mm. And it, it's great to see people make those discoveries. Oh, yeah, that's fabulous. That's, it's exciting. And, and it was great to hear that she said, you know, I recognize what I'm doing. That, that's probably the hardest part, right. just noticing it. Once you notice it, now at least you can do something about it. But noticing it can be the hardest part of all, and I, I'm really impressed that she did that. By the way, we've got something really cool happening today. We, we often ask on these podcasts, uh, you know, if somebody wants to call in and talk to us, we'd love to talk to you. Hey, Joel, we got somebody who wants to talk to us today. How about that? that? All right. Well, let's bring yeah. him on. I'm going to unmute Lewis. And Lewis, how are you doing today? I'm very good, thanks. And you? Doing great. Where are you calling from? Um. I'm um, I'm living in London. In London, oh, all right. In the UK, and um, I'm a South African. And you're a South African, so so you're you're displaced but comfortably. It sounds like <laughs> <laughs> very much so. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. And I, and I tell you, I'm, well, this shows my age, but I, I keep thinking, 
my God, technology is wonderful. We're talking to a guy in London. That is so cool. <laughs> so what can we do for you today? How is it going? What, what, what's on your mind? Um, very good. I've just had my two-year-old wake up, so I might have uh, uh, to to juggle. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, you know, we'll 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 work with what we have to work with here. But uh... um, yeah. So I have bumped into Abram Hicks about three years ago, mm -hmm. and uh, consequently, I've pretty much been teaching it from the day I started learning it. Really? Wow. And um, absolutely uh, had a had a great. Um, experience moving through the paces of learning it while teaching it at the same time, which I find is one of the best ways to learn. I think you're right. Yeah, that, that's something that I learned a long time ago. I've, I actually picked that up for the first time from a book by Richard Bach in the 1970s that what we learned best while we teach others. Illusions. Yeah, that's the one. Ah, big, big, big fan of that. I've got about four copies on my shelf. There you go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll give you limitations, and they are yours. They certainly are. That's exactly what we've been talking about. Joel was just talking about somebody who decided she was going to stop arguing for her limitations. I know. Isn't it great when you can um, plant seeds in people's minds, Joel, and, and, and watch, watch them grow? It's so amazing, and I, I, I and, and like you're saying, when you when and I love that. What a great message you bring uh, to the show today. This, the idea that the moment you start learning this you can start teaching it. And there is no better way to learn than to teach. And I, I just think that that sums it up that I'm going to, I wrote that down when you said, thank you for saying that. It's a good reminder, Lewis. You, you, you're welcome. Just, just uh, for clarity, my name is Louis. Um, oh, sorry. I, I know you Americans tend to pronounce it Lewis. Yeah, we do sure that. Why. That's our fault. Sorry. <laughs> it, 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 it's, it's a, it's a French name and, and they don't pronounce the S in the end. This is so. true. This is true. Yes. So Louis, um, my, my apologies. I, I will get the name. No right. worries, I promise no worries, you I will it's... eventually. It may take me a while, but I will get there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have the same problem. <laughs> 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 but we're arguing for limitations, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that happens too. <laughs> uh, oh, that's funny. So, so there's one thing I really wanted to ask you, Well, because I was listening to one of your podcasts and it got me excited because you said you were going to an Abraham Hicks seminar. And I haven't yeah. been to one yet, so it, it really excited me. And then you said you had a question, and that question was exactly my question, although I have a slight difference to it. And you wanted to understand what it really does expansion look like. Mm, yeah. Okay, and I was wondering if you ever did get in the hot seat or if you ever did get an answer to that. The answer is no and yes, uh, because when I got to the seminar, to the workshop, um, my wife and I went together and mm -hmm. it came to the point where uh, Abraham was opening it up to the audience and everybody's hands were shooting up and I'm just sitting there and my wife turns to me and says, aren't you going to raise your hand? Mm -hmm. And I said, I, I don't think I am. And she says, why? I said, I, I think I just got the answer. Mm -hmm. and, and she said, well, what, what was it? I said, the answer is. I'm focusing on the wrong stuff. If I really want to get the stuff I want in my life, don't go off on the tangents. Go go right to the core of it. Start getting happy. Yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> so I just said, it's like I, all of a sudden I was no longer interested. Now, am I still interested? Yeah, actually I am. But in that context, on that day, I lost interest in it, which was really weird. It, it, it often happens, isn't it, when you get to, to the teacher, um, you know, the questions you had vanish. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was quite, I was quite surprised. It, it was like it just didn't matter anymore for some reason. Yeah. So, so, so the clarity of my question to to them would be something like, 
me, Louis D'Souza, have chosen to come into this contrasting universe to expand? And what have I added? What have I personally added to the expansion? What does it look like? That, that's what I wanted to know. It's really quite do you, well, a question do you, I haven't you, seen answered anywhere yet. So. Do, you, do you have any sense of an answer for yourself? I mean, because it's your you life. Any, you're living it. Yeah, absolutely. The only sense I've got is it, it, it's a vibrational thing. And what the does that answer mean? Is, is in terms of vibration, the expansion of, of, of vibration is about the only kind of conclusion I've come to myself. But, but what does that mean to you when you say it's vibrational? What, how, does that, how does that manifest in your well, life? What does it actually feel like? Hmm. Hmm. So, so, you know, when, you, when you're going through an experience, it's a great question, actually. Um, when you're going through an experience of what you don't want and you shoot off to the expansion of the rocket of desire what you do want, Okay, and during that expansion process, that that is kind of what what I would imagine it feels like, you know, when you when you think aha moment. Mm. So so basically, yeah. expansion is, is is what it feels like to feel. It's it's all the stuff that we feel that leads to that rock of desire producing some some result. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that 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 is kind of my answer, but I, I just love some clarity on an answer from them because it would be uh, amazing to have the collective consciousness um, answer that question. Well, we don't necessarily have the collective consciousness, but we have the next best thing. We have a Joel. <laughs> Joel's are really good to have. <laughs> How would you answer well, that and, one, Joel? <laughs> well, and, and I, I'm going to really dumb up the conversation here, so I apologize ahead of time, but I'm going to use a, an American movie reference. There's a, 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 a Louis, have you ever seen the movie The Matrix? Absolutely. Uh, One of my favorite. Yes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. There's a moment in the Matrix near the end where Neo, quote unquote, the chosen one, he, he, he's basically been killed by the, the Matrix and he just sort of wakes back up and he starts looking at it and he realizes he sees the code. It no longer was what he thought it was. It, he was just immediately, they, they fire all these bullets at him. He just holds up his hand and they just, the bullets stop and he realizes that awakening, that moment of, of like, where have I been? And that the expansion for me is when that awakening, when, when I realize that right now I'm talking to you in, in London and we are vibrating on a very similar uh, connection. I'm connecting with you. I, mm -hmm. I am connecting with, with like-minded people throughout the, you know, both, both past and present. And I, and I apologize for getting way out there for some of our audience, but, but this, this collective conscious that we're talking about, that expansion into it, there's that moment in the movie where I get chills every time I watch it mm -hmm. because that's sort of the awakening that I had when I realized my expansion is going, it, it, it's not so, it, it, it manifests very well in my life and, and the abundance of my life. And I'm not even talking about that kind of stuff. I'm talking about just that, that overall feeling that I, I'm overlooking such an incredible, uh, my, my world is so much larger and vast than I ever mm -hmm. dreamed possible. A small, as a small boy with limitations that I placed on myself, realized those limitations are the only thing that slow, have, have slowed me down and continue to slow me down. There are no limitations that in my life. And that expansion is just, it, the, the more I buy into that, the more it, it just continues. So just, just that moment that you're talking about of, of, and I don't know if it's always a moment or, but in, in my case, it feels like it's an ongoing set of moments where, ah, yeah, I get it. I get it. And, and it's so much bigger 
than I ever dreamed. And every day I think I understand how big it is. It's so much bigger than that. And that's, that's my best explanation, if that made any sense at all. Yeah, ab- absolutely. Um, it, it's, it's, it's kind of really out there question, but uh, it's something that, you know, I understand the rest of the teachings incredibly well. Um, and, and, well, I'm glad um, to hear that because I'm still trying to figure a lot of them out, to be perfectly honest. <laughs> I mean, they're um, good. I've never found anything that just didn't resonate with me. But sometimes I, I, I read something or I hear something and I say, okay, sounds good. How the hell do I use that in my life? I have no idea yet. <laughs> it's 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 true. I mean, that that's the, the process because you, you in a way, unlearning. Yeah, a lot of that. Not- accurate mm. um you're unlearning all the old programming that you've got yeah and then you, you you're putting in all this new programming and then you've got to learn how to run with it still getting this old programming hanging around the background yeah that's a good description that's exactly what and, it feels like too because it feels like yeah. you're being pulled in multiple directions right yeah 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 and and then you know one one of the discussions i i have a sauna where i go to um twice a week and we've kind of created a group and the group has landed up being philosophical and discussing life, the universe and everything. And of course the Abraham Hicks teaching law of attraction has come to the fore and we have some amazing discussions with people. And one of the questions I like putting to them is what's the importance of being negative or experiencing negativity or negative emotion. Mm. Well, I'm still sitting here amazed that you have a sauna law of attraction group. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we have some great discussions. I mean, that's got to be a first. <laughs> what an incredible reality TV show that would be. Um, <laughs> yes, you're, 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 I'm, I'm writing a book, Conversations in a Sauna. <laughs> there you go. I love it. Right off the bat, that's I, good I, I want the first copy. <laughs> uh, but, um, you know, going back to, to, to the, you know, why it's important to be negative. So the way Abram Hicks explains it is everything's always working out for you, okay? Right. So when you right. know what you don't want, which is a negative emotion experience, you have a better idea of what you do want. So everything is always working out for you all the time. Right. Right. All the time. That, that, and, and, and that's when you can really, 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 really taste um, the step five that they talk about, which is really getting into the juice of, Wow. Right at this moment, when I'm feeling negative emotion, I have a great idea of what I, you know, I have a better idea of what I do want now. And, and that becomes the, the complete answer. That, that is the law of attraction, the complete answer. The contrast of the negative and it, all that stuff is important because it, it does. It, it, when, when, you, when you find yourself with an anxiety based or, or viewing that, what is it, first of all, that I don't want in this equation? And then the obvious question then becomes, just like you're saying, what do I want now? And, and so if you, when you learn to use that tool mm. as effectively as you're describing it, it is, the, it is what they talk about. It's sort of where, where you, get your, you get in control over it because no matter what's happening, everything is always working out for you, especially the lessons that you need. The, 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 the universe is bringing you those lessons to teach you these things. What, what do you want? I mean, I've, I've had events that I thought were the worst events of my life that turned out to be amazing. Uh, the, the, it gave me everything. It gave me the answer to what I truly did want. And I can't imagine my life without 
the, the lessons that were brought to me by the things that I, I thought were horrible at the time brought me the greatest lessons, which got me where I am today. And that's, that's, that's such mm. a, a, an incredible tool. Mm-hmm. It's, it's so incredibly powerful and simple. You, yeah. you did not blew me away Please. before it was explained to me. I didn't know. So if I look at my life, I've, I've been from the age of eight searching. Okay. So my mom, I went to my mom at the age of eight, consciously remember this vividly. And I said to her, mom, what is truth, love and God really about? <laughs> and she turned around, looked down at me and go, huh? <laughs> <laughs> so from that point on, I realized I had to find out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, it comes it, it to the was, point where the parent just can't answer that endless stream of questions anymore because they just have yeah. no idea what to tell you. Yeah, yeah. And and so during the journey, um, I've been searching all over the place. Serious kid, um, you know, always wanting to understand about life, truth, and all that kind of stuff. And nobody else to talk to. <laughs> so, you know, um, going on this whole journey and then not understanding this basics that when you know what you don't want, you have a better idea what you do want. The power of, you know, the power of negativity and the importance of it. it it's funny and, how when we're presented with it, it's so, it's so simple. simple. So simple. Yeah. And yet before we're presented with it, it's so difficult. Why is it that all of a sudden it simplifies everything? I, I know the law of attraction and the way it's explained by, by Abram Hicks is, is just clarified things to an umph degree. I mean, I've been all over the place. You have no idea. Um, but it's been an incredible journey. So satisfying. I mean, mm. you know, uh, it, it's like buying Monopoly. I like, I like this analogy. You go out and you buy a game and it has no instructions on it. How do you think you're going to play the game? <laughs> exactly. Well, that's what my thought was throughout most of my life. I yeah. kept wondering, why is it that life does not come with an instruction manual? Rule book. Yeah, exactly. It should. Exactly. I mean, really, exactly. how else are you supposed what, what to make sense of it? What if that's the point? Well, that's an interesting of question. That, that's the, that is life to me. Is, is, and, and, Louis, you said something that I, I was 12 when I went to my mom. And, <laughs> and I, can, I remember I was brought up, I was brought up uh, Southern Baptist here, and, and we were, had a, a, a really unique view of God, so to speak. And um I, I asked her, I said, I, I know there's something there. I tangibly feel it's there, but what I'm being taught is not what I feel is right. Is what mm. else is there? Mm-hmm. And she, she looked at me like, okay, well, this is, you know, crazy. And then I went to my, my pastor at my church and asked the same question. And he basically told me that Satan was interfering in my life. And I was, you know, blah, blah, blah. And all these other things that I tangibly knew that wasn't true. And I searched and I searched. So when I found what I was looking for, it was this amazing feeling. And and the, the question of I love the, the the you get a game and you don't know how to play it. Uh, that's sort of what if that's the point of life? What if that's what we chose to come back to do to have the have the instructions removed from us and figure it out? Maybe that's the beauty of it. One of my favorite Abraham Hicks things when someone asks her why you know being in, in in pure energy why would you want to come back as a as you know and experience this and her, uh, my best answer is how else would you know what chocolate tastes like you have to be have to be in physical form to experience chocolate well the, you being in physical form and figuring it out and having the awakening to me that's the entire point that's the beauty of it all that that is this and and a lot of people maybe go through life never understanding that. But when you have this and you realize 
I figured out something. Here we are. We're, we all three of us have an incredibly different background from different locations, but yet we all have come to the same conclusion. That is amazing and exciting to me. Mm, I agree completely. Completely. The the other aspect to this is Abram says conscious co-creation is more yes. delicious. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, so we chose not to have the rule book, but we chose to enjoy finding the rule book. Well, <laughs> but a yeah, lot well, don't ever find the rule book. <laughs> and, I, and that's the point. Yes, yeah. a lot of us don't, and a lot of. But when we do, I think that's why we value it so much. And, you know, one of the things that takes place, uh, I, I don't even know, I've, I've only been to one of them, but uh, there's these events where here you go to like a dinner party and they have a murder mystery where so it's, you, you act it out. You're part of the, the, the you know, they have yeah, all these yeah. clues. And, that sounds yeah, sounds I, I'm sure you've heard. Yeah, yeah. And it, it, it's, it's like, and I've equated that one time I, I went through it, of course, you know, I, I thought I, I thought I was absolutely right and had it figured out from the beginning. It was totally wrong, but uh, uh, it, it was it was a very fun event to do. It turned out I did it. I didn't know I did it, but uh, apparently <laughs> I did it. Uh, uh, and, and and but within that, it sort of gave me that that perspective to look at. Just like you're saying, the 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 excitement of this when you can, if I'm viewing life as something that I am creating, and I figured out, and I'm trying to figure it out. When when if I were to go take my my son and, you know, and and say look look his first car if i bought his first car with a 900 horsepower turbocharged porsche he's going to run it into the wall it, it would be a silly thing for me to do to go do that uh, however if he learned how to drive one day he could drive a porsche and drive it safely only because he would learn the skills to do it i view the law of attraction as a basically a, a, a a 1,200 horsepower, incredibly powerful machine that you have to figure out how to use it. And when you do the powers there the entire time, your ability to extract the power in an effective manner is our journey. And that's so, so powerful to, to wake up and realize you are creating that every day. And you are the ultimate power. You are the power within that. And when we get together and we talk about it like this and reinforce it, and other people pick up on it. They, it just—it's sort of like the the the, the mastermind philosophy and thinking thinking grow rich, where you, you, as a group individually we're certainly powerful, and then as a group together on the same journey we become just immensely powerful. Mm, 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 mm. So when when Abram says, "Within you is the power that creates worlds." You kind of get that feeling, wow, how did I not know that? How did I not know that, that there's a part of me that is that powerful? Well, actually, oh. I think I did know yeah. on some level, to be perfectly yeah, on honest. Some level, I think yeah. I really did know. I mean, it, it wasn't a surprise when I heard it. Mm. It was more like an affirmation, like, well, thank God somebody finally recognized it. I wish it had been me, but somebody recognized it. Yeah, I think you're you're probably more in tune than me because it was it was quite a, a an aha moment of, you know, how powerful. I mean, you, you often get those feelings during your life where you feel mm. invincible. Yeah, yeah. Um, not often. It's not so much an invincibility. It, it really wasn't yeah. that. It was more that it just made more sense. I mean, just uh -huh. based on what I knew about, say, quantum physics and the observer effect. You know, if you have an uh -huh. observer effect at all, 
That 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 to me is the most mind bending idea. There is an observer effect. It exists. I mean, in theory, according to what we understood about science before the observer effect was noticed, was the observer effect was impossible. Truly, the universe was just this mechanized place that just everything worked the way it did. Introducing the idea of an observer and an observer affecting what was happening in some unknown way, that mm. was blasphemy. To the science community, yes. <laughs> well, and to the way we were taught in school. I mean, I, I remember being yeah. taught in school, you know, the, the way this is the way the universe works. And, and you know, the laws of science, you know, the, the laws of motion always work the way they work and all this kind of stuff. And then all of a sudden an observer comes along and everything shifts. That to me is a major aha moment because if an observer can shift stuff just by observing, then all the old rules have gone out the window. Absolutely. We have to rewrite the rule book yeah. completely. Yeah. So so now finding that rule book is even more difficult. <laughs> well, and, and that's the beauty of it. It's an ever-changing it, – it, it, for me, it's an ever-changing evolution where – where discovery of these facts, discovery of these these tools, I, I think instinctively at points of my childhood, for no explicable reason, I, I was in tune with that idea that I do have the power of this creation. I, I I remember thinking that the world was built around me as a child on some level. Like and I've never told anybody that when I was a kid, but I, in in some way I was like. Yes, I was feeling that, and I was picking up on this energy, but yet I was being being programmed with an entirely different set of information that 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 didn't support what I was feeling, and so eventually reality gave way that what I was my reality became what I was being fed, not what I was instinctively knowing. So when you come full circle and as an adult and make these discoveries, or or some young people that I work with that make them, you know, admire the the young men and women that I work with when they figure it out when they're twelve or thirteen or fourteen, it's an amazing journey for them. Uh, but it took me longer than that. But when I did, it's like oh, instantly, instantly I understood. I I wasn't wrong this entire time. Mm. I, I still don't know what I have in my hands, but I still realize what I was feeling when I was seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve I, was was something that, it, it, given the right information, then I could have jumped all over it. But I was I was almost. Not almost. I was told the exact opposite that I was powerless over all of this stuff. Reality was dictated to me, and uh, it's something that after you hear it enough, it's sort of if, you know, sort of like the what is it, the Stockholm syndrome when you're captured, you sort of believe the the other side. Uh, mm. uh, you 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 know, Patty Hearst did that with her kidnapping, and right. you eventually sort of become the on, on the other side. And I, I sort of was kidnapped into the other thinking. And it accepted that as my reality. And then when you when it's exposed to you, it's like, wow, I get it, I get it. And so that's the, that's where I wake up every day, and, and I remind myself that but my reality is my choice every morning, and 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 I am the creator of my reality in my world every day. And, and, and there's no more powerful feeling than that. It's funny too how the the experience of of gaining that information in that way is both tremendously empowering and humbling at the same time. The empowering part is knowing, wow, all of this is within my power. And the humbling part is realizing, oh God, all those things that happened, they were within my power. <laughs> it was me. It wasn't all the other people I was blaming. It was me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's interesting. The law of attraction has changed a huge amount of my thinking. In the past, I would be thinking about, you know, 
who has more power, which group, who, you know, the, the, the rich controlling this, I would be thinking, you know, uh, different thoughts about, you know, what an alien in, is and isn't, and a ghost is and isn't. Mm. But all of that kind of vanishes, and you start having other, um, you know, respectful, the, the, the power of source happening, and there's this kind of a different awe and a way of looking at things, but it, a lot of the illusions are just being all shattered, all of them just completely gone. It, by realizing what they are and, and, you know, you can access a ghost by tapping into a different vibration and you, mm. can, you can do all these things. And it's, it's just really the clarity with which everything came, comes out. is just amazing. It's fascinating also to watch other people going through the process and at various stages in the process. Joel gets to see that every day in his practice, but you yeah. don't have to have a practice in order to see it. I mean, here in the U.S. I have a sauna. You have a sauna? Yeah, I hear that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's actually now very famous, but <laughs> but uh, no, I mean, here in the U.S., there's a thing going on right now that, uh, and we're not needing to get into the political side of it, but there is right now a lot of attention on what's called the deep state. And the idea of this deep state is there is this group of very wealthy, very powerful people pulling the levers behind the scenes to manipulate everything and the government is all undermined and all this other stuff. It, it's, it's a fear-based position, but it's also a position of of not just fear, of victimhood. Of like We are powerless before this deep state. And it's fascinating to watch how people are in their relationships to this belief that they have. And and it, I almost want to just keep watching and watching because I know over time some of them are going to expose, be exposed to concepts like the Abraham Hicks concepts and begin to realize that all of that's an illusion they're creating. Completely blows it out the water. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, it, I just remember what it was like for myself, and it's, it's fascinating to watch other people as kind of like the eyes open up over time. I think it's really great to watch. It's exciting. It's one of the reasons I do the podcast because it's. I want to see yeah. more of it. I want to experience more of it. I want to. I want to have more and more people um, opening their eyes and, and seeing it and understanding and empowering themselves and getting a front row seat as it happens. Yeah, yeah. It's it's really really um, satisfying, um, pleasing. Uh, I don't know what the word is. It's, it's... Just, just to watch people grow with clarity. And I like using that word clarity because it really is clearness. The, 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 all the old stuff's been wiped away mm. and you're just left with the simplicity and clarity of the, of the teachings. Which... So, so what's, what's your clearest moment to date so far? Like, what, What's the biggest piece of takeaway that you've had so far? The biggest piece of takeaway I know I was just about to talk about it was your emotions or your guidance system. Okay. Yeah, that blew me away. How simple, how profound, how it isn't taught in any religion. Mm. How can they teach it without disempowering themselves? More importantly, for me, it's the empowerment of me. That's the thing I love about it. I, I, I love that it gave me the opportunity to relax. To yeah. just, you know, because now I had, well, I always wanted to have a way to communicate with my inner being. First of all, I didn't even know if I had an inner being. That was kind of a doubt thing for me. Yeah. And then I realized, okay, there is an inner being. Abraham's told me about that. All right, I buy into it. I want to communicate with it. Oh, I've been in communication all along. I just didn't know it. 
anytime that I feel an emotion, it's a communication. Yeah. Oh, wow. That was my big aha. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, when they make the clarity of when you're feeling negative emotion, your higher self is saying, I don't agree with your thinking. Yeah. How simple is that? How logical is that? How clear is that? It was How just, hard it was for me to wow. find that out. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you know, I've taught my daughter, my 10-year-old, and, and I'm obviously working with my two, but my 10-year-old understands the law of attraction to a fair degree now. And she, she's, she got a report from her school saying, you know, you, you should be a world peacemaker. <laughs> oh, nice. And, uh, you know, you're always helping and, and aligning people and making them happier and, you know, all the rest of it. And it's just amazing. She just does it completely naturally, but she understands what she's doing now and she's doing it a little more consciously than she used to because, you know, she's, she was seven when I started teaching her. Um, and it's just, she's gone from strength to strength to strength. And it's just amazing to watch. And it's just a, such a simple thing that she shares and she always sharing it at school and everywhere. Well, that's one of the things that Joel has talked about a lot because he works obviously with a lot of kids, particularly in the foster care system. And Joel, you mentioned often how quickly they respond when they, when they're introduced to this information. Yeah, I, I have, uh, have been fascinated in, in an admiration of these young people who who don't have the years of negative programming, how quickly they not only buy into the concept, but quickly apply it in their lives. It changes them instantly. Uh, and 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 it you I can think of no if if I were uh, uh, had the ability to be in charge of everything, I, I would make that this one of the most important starting in fifth grade. It, it would be a mandatory class to uh, uh, teach this because it's such a, it is the ultimate reprogramming or, or programming of knowing your emotions are in touch, knowing that you're able to do that. The younger people buy that because they don't have the years and years and years of, of negative stuff that, that, uh, we, we are, are filled with every day. And I'm, um, so the fact you, you're teaching your daughter at from age seven, uh, she's obviously receptive to it. The school sees it. What if every parent were doing that? What an incredible world we'd have that, that, that to me, that's, that's, that's where we're headed. That's my, that's my ultimate belief is, is when we all get around to this, we all get there in different ways. Uh, but we all start applying that the, the world, not just our country or your country, but the, the world will start to feel it. Yeah. I think it's, it's true. It's, it was very interesting because this lady came to Abram and said, my son has got a question for you. He said, why are old people so grumpy? And this is one of the best questions we've ever been asked. The answer is very simple. When you want something and you get it, it's the most satisfying thing in your life. And when you want thing, something and you don't get it, it's not satisfying. Mm. And old people have wanted a lot of things and haven't got them. It's true. I can attest to that. I'm one of them. <laughs> yeah, me too. I, you know, I understand with clarity that that is absolutely how it is. Yeah. That's why the young people, when they come into this world, are so in tune because they are coming from the expansion of the source energy. Everybody is exactly the same vibrationally at you know birth because we're all coming in with the new, refined, expanded source energy. If you're an alien, if you're a human, and if you're any human on any, anywhere on the planet, it's exactly the same for everybody. 
you, know, you were mentioning before Abraham workshops. And one yeah. of the things I loved about the workshop that Louise and I attended, and you see it also on, on the workshops when you view them on YouTube or if you're a subscriber to one of their packages or whatever, um, but you see it over and over again, young people getting into the chair, into the hot seat, and yeah. often very, very young. And I think to myself whenever I see that, wow, if I had gotten this information when I was that young, and then just fill in the blank with whatever you want to fill it in with. But I, that's what I think about all these people who are so young, who are getting exposed to this information now. Whoa, what are they, what's going to happen over like the next 20 years as this large mass of young people start to apply themselves without the same kinds of, of baggage that us older folks carry around all the time? Yeah. It's, it's like that song, if I knew then what I know. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's just it. Oh, my goodness. Well, this is great. I, I'm so glad you called in. Um, and, and it's one of those things what we often ask for, and we finally got the wish. So I, I have to mark this down as a banner day. I manifested one of my wishes today. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Louis. You, you were actually a manifestation. Did you know that? <laughs> ah, of course, I wouldn't be here otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you so much really for calling, in, Louis. Speaking to you guys, um, I really appreciate speaking to people that um, that are well versed in it as well, because I don't get that opportunity often. So I really appreciate. It. Well, you. take the opportunity. I mean, it, I, I hope that you're a regular listener. If you are, call in again. You know, we we love having calls. Do that. I would love to. Yeah, please do. And and and. Uh, Please thank your your child for being so uh, understanding that uh, his, the child's father just couldn't be available because he was talking to us on LOA today. So, you know, thank you very much so for that. I, I can tell you that my two-year-old, whenever I have people around that I need to have important conversations with, um, like one lady had um, what Abram would term as a quantum leap. Mm -hmm. So she went to an energy thing in America and you and um, it just blew her away and she um, I don't want to go into too much detail but at the end of the day she was so with source energy flowing through her that she she had to be restrained oh dear wow possibly in, in, in the mental institution oh my god okay and she came to me and said Lou you're one of the only people who would understand and, and we sat and we talked for two hours but my two year old went in sat down on the TV, turned it on herself, and left us alone for the entire period. Now she woke up when I started speaking, and she went straight back to sleep, and it happens time and time and time again. Oh, when, wow. When, when, when I need to speak to somebody, she just gets Well, it makes sense. I mean, because we're told over and over again how when we're born and when we're very, very young, we're still very in tune in, in alignment with non-physical and we actually have to unlearn that over time so it makes sense she's totally in attunement with with the non-physical world she realizes oh daddy's playing with non-physical again i'll just leave him alone yeah uh, you know you just you just have that good appreciation of it it's like wow that is great well louis thanks so much for calling in this was wonderful and, and please do call again another time okay Thanks very much, Walt and Joel. All right. Take care. Oh, thank you very much. Bye-bye. Thank you. Later. Okay. Bye. Well, how great was that? I mean, I'm telling you. <laughs> That's awesome. We, 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 we look, and, and, and such a great message, you know, with the, 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 the reinforcement when you find like-minded individuals like Louie and, 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 and our listeners, it, 
it, it's such a uh, one of the most fascinating things I mentioned it when we were talking is that that so many different people from just incredibly different backgrounds all arrive at the same same place just it just excites me it, it reinforces that wow that we're we're onto something we we really have tuned in to to, to the power that exists out there and and uh louis clearly brings that to the table i'm so so glad that louis listening and other listeners i'm really grateful for as well because it, it just reinforces the point of this wall it does and and i was making a big deal out of the fact that he was calling from london uh, but the simple fact is I've been watching, um, to a certain degree, I can tell what parts of the world our listeners do come from. And we're now at the point where about 60% of our listeners are from the U.S. The rest are from overseas. And a large chunk of them are, are wow. from uh, England. A large chunk are from Australia. Smaller chunks from other English-speaking countries. But it's truly turning into a global listenership. In fact, um, we now have Esther from Down Under, who is our new Instagram person. She's putting out Instagram messages for us, Joel, uh, helping promote the show, putting, putting our you know quotes from the show on, on, on those messages and so forth. I mean, who would have thought that? I, I, four years ago, when we were doing our show together, we had a tiny handful of listeners. Would you have believed that we'd have somebody contacting us from Australia, volunteering to do our Instagram work for us and doing such a brilliant job? Oh, that's, that, isn't that, it, I, I wouldn't have believed it because it, 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 one of those things that you almost don't think is plausible, but yeah. when, when you realize the, the application is not limited and, and the law of vibration, the vibration that we're putting out of this, it isn't limited by any boundaries. It's, it's, it's goes anywhere. And I, and it's funny you mentioned Australia because I have, uh, I have just noticed how, how in tune and Australia seems to be well represented and, and, uh, people of, of law of attraction thought and thought vibration in general, uh, it is really lo- a, a, a big deal down there. And mm-hmm. I, one of the things that I, I have, have noticed is uh, I've been contacted, uh, you, know, you know, from a, a couple of times from people in Australia. And it, it's, it, it fascinates me because first of all, I've always wanted to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and second, the fact that, that it, it's again, different backgrounds, different situations, but yet, uh, what what a an arrival at a place where, wow, this this is a real thing, and and people report the same benefits down there as they do up here, um, even though their toilets go backwards. I mean, we'll let that go. We won't even. I, I won't hold them accountable for that. Well, that's good um, to know. Yeah. I'm sure they're very relieved to hear that, Joel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So, uh, but but uh, you know, and the Australian people, you know, or some of the, and you know how I. Um, I feel about resilience, and mm. and when I think of resilience, I think of the Australian people, and so the fact their 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 law of attraction and resilient, and it's just such a uh, you know not 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 all any of our listeners mean a lot, but the the opposite side of the world is tuned in what we're doing, and I mm. I just can't be more more pleased with with uh, all of this and. Uh, people like Louie, who are really tuned in. He's a teacher. He's a he's a student, uh, all at the same time. And and uh, you know, I I talked about that perspective. That's what the our original topic today was about being you know your your perspective and being in control of of stuff you never dreamed you were in control of, and and spending our life sort of discovering that. And and even though there's days with all this knowledge, as you mentioned earlier, earlier Walt, there's days we wake up and. And, and and easily get distracted by the 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 stuff that's out there. And trust me, we live in a time where the distractions are more 
uh, prevalent than ever before. Oh, they're rampant. But the the they are. But the ability to tune all that out and focus on the energy that you're trying to put out there is is I think the pendulum. As weird as this sounds, I think this all of this distraction stuff is going to actually attract more people to what we're talking about. Because when you wake up from what you're being programmed from and you realize neither side of the programming is accurate, your mm. programming from within is what is mattering here. And uh, that's big. It, it, that, it's the whole uh, ball of wax right there. What what the programming is and the control that we have over it. Because when we have the control, yes. we have the control. We have it. It's there. It's in our hands. It's just yes. up to us to learn how to use it and, and use it the way benefits us the most. That's what we're, what we're looking for. Um, with just a couple minutes left, I want to make sure I get a couple messages out there. First of all, thank you for Louie for calling in. I mean, we've been asking about that for a while now, and, and we do get an occasional caller, but it's so great when it happens. And we want to encourage any of our listeners to call into any of the podcasts. The instructions are on the homepage at LOAToday.net. It's pretty simple. Um, Louie did have a little trouble when he first connected, but he did a little reboot of the Zoom app, and boom, he was in, and everything was great. Um, so take advantage and, and call us because any of the co-hosts, we all love it when we have somebody calling in. Um, second message for those of you who maybe this was a new podcast to you. Maybe this is the first episode you listened to. Become a subscriber. You get lots of good stuff every single time that we do one of these episodes. And we're doing 11 of them a week. I mean, there's a lot of content coming out here with a lot of different perspectives, speaking of perspective. I mean, there, there's a total of eight of us involved in all of this. So take advantage and become a subscriber. Again, the instructions are right on the homepage at LOAToday.net. Um, you can also find us on iPhones by going through your podcast software or into the iTunes store, either one, basically the same thing, and do a search on LOA Today. You can also find us on Android by first downloading some podcast software if you don't have it already, and then open that software and do a search within there for LOA Today, and you'll find us there as well. So please do become a subscriber. And then finally, one last message for everybody, all of our subscribers, we're asking you Every time you hear a show and you're hearing something that you like, post something in your favorite social media about LOAToday.net because it's helping to increase our number of people we're reaching. And that's the goal. We want to get more and more people aware of this. That's what we were talking about during the podcast. Wouldn't it be cool if more and more people were exposed to this idea and it's, that, that the law of attraction is actually an empowering thing? Well, in order for that to happen, they got to find out about it. And you can be a part of that just by putting messages out there. So please take a moment and just post something on your favorite social media channel about LOAToday.net. Hopefully something nice. Hopefully not that you hate Joel and Walt. But, you know, anything that you put out there is going to be helpful, right? <laughs> so Absolutely. Yeah. We, we prefer the positive. We you do. do what you got to do. Just, you got to do it. Yes, that's it. And, Joel, before we leave, let's also put out a note about how to reach Joel Elston, who's one of the most amazing life coaches on the planet. Uh, joelelston dot at gmail dot com. Uh, my website is joelelston dot com. Uh, it, it, feel free to reach out or respond. I'm on Facebook. I'm on uh, Instagram, Twitter, all that stuff. Uh, but but I, it, it, you know, almost hard not to reach me if you want to. But if I can't help you, I certainly will help you find somebody that can. And there's nobody who can do it better. Joel, it's been great. I can't wait to talk to you again next week. You too, Walt. And we hope that you'll join us next time as well here on LOA Today. Goodbye, everybody. 